Hello everyone this is Asif Khan and welcome back to my podcast Tales and Ballads. Today in the fourth episode of Let's Talk About series I am going to talk about one of my favorite directors top 6 best movies that is Quentin Tarantino's 6 best movies. By the way my favorite directors the directors that I look up to are Quentin Tarantino, Martin Scorsese and Mani Ratnam. and i am also going to make episodes on martin scorsese's and uh, maniratnam's best movies so stay tuned for that some filmmakers are interested in capturing the world they see other filmmakers intend to create a world of make believe the iconic quentin tarantino obviously belongs to the second category he has directed nine films in a span of nearly three decades but in many ways he is one of the most popular american filmmakers his visual trademarks and unique writing have garnered him fans across the world In fact, he's one of the filmmakers to have earned a coveted adjective Tarantinoesque. E S Q U E. So according to me, the top 6 movies of Quentin Tarantino and and I also want to mention that they are not in order of uh, IMDb rating. It's purely based on my point of view. And at the end of every movie I'm going to talk about the things that I like and that the things that I dislike and my first experience when i watched them so the movie which stands at 6 is once upon a time in hollywood this was released in 2019 which belongs to drama comedy genre and it has an imdb rating of 7.6 for which i don't give a fuck so tarantino continues his penchant for revisiting uh, history and sparkling it with dark humor in once upon a time in hollywood it's a slow burn drama about rick dalton a tv and movie actor in the twilight of his career which was played by legendary actor leonardo dicaprio the film's central focus is on the camaraderie existing between rick and his stunt double cliff booth which was played uh, by one of my favorite brad pitt While with Django Unchained and Inglorious Bastards, Tarantino revisited broader historical atrocities. In Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he zeroes in on a sensationalized crime in Los Angeles. Tarantino's narrative is meandering, but his supreme style and performances by a great ensemble cast keep us hooked. First off, Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt are fantastic in this movie. they make the friendship seem so real and both of the characters have great parts about them leo's character is more emotional one and he gives performance that is nah oscar worthy and brad's character is made so damn likable by him that i just love every minute he's on screen and even if he did kill his wife sadly tarantino doesn't use his skills to write extensive and engaging dialogue like he did in hateful light or bastards 
but he definitely makes up for it with a killer soundtrack all throughout which is which in my opinion is the best soundtrack in tarantino movie to date it's also probably my favorite next to joker and rocketman the film i feel it is a lot quicker paced than tarantino's last and i think it will have an appeal to a wider audience the smaller rick dalton flicks that are found within this movie are also entertaining by themselves and lot of them call to a part of the golden age of hollywood i particularly enjoyed the scenes where rick has an act in western with a timothy olyphant and julia butters who does a fantastic job by the way she's going to go places i'm calling it it's so damn entertaining and i wish it was its own movie margaret qualley does a great job too as she's basically the member of the manson family who gets the most screen time the rest are just throwaway characters except for maybe two or three of them i kind of wish charles manson got some more time but i guess it in the end it wouldn't have really affected the plot i loved seeing the little cameos from al pacino bruce dern michael maston and uma thurman's own daughter maya hockey i guess you know who uma thurman is there are nice little touches that affirm that this is a tarantino movie alongside a bunch of food shots to reestablish his raging food fetish <laughs> which i find uh, kind of funny there are so many references and callbacks to older hollywood movies that i think secured this movie's place as one of the best homages to the golden age of hollywood ever made this really is tarantino's love letter to cinema and you can tell as the whole movie gives a perfect vibe of the 60s margaret robbie is a perfect as sharon tatty to and quentin tarantino alters history again much like he did in inglorious bastards with the nazis and has brad pitt and leonardo dicaprio kill off the manson intruders in the most awesome and brutal way possible instead of them killing sharon and these last 20 minutes create one of the best third acts i think i have seen in a long time it's quick violent and so explosive that it's what the whole movie builds up to they make great use of the dog and it makes it all more hilarious as cliff was high throughout it all it was so damn entertaining and it elevated the movie i think by a whole point so after all the waiting i think tarantino's love letter to 1960s hollywood with all its amazing performances tracks and violent scenes deserves to be on the 6th the only reason it's not on 4th or 3rd is that i was hoping for some long clever dialogue scenes like in some of his other movies other than that it was thoroughly enjoyable movie and with plenty to love i think it's one of my favorites kudos to tarantino once again and also i thought the bruce lee scene was hilarious now let's talk about my first experience uh, viewing it i watched this movie with my brother who has zero interest in movies and with a lot of popcorns i being a cinephile was enjoying every frame of the movie my brother was, was like what is this shit as i said the movie slowed burn drama is left half the way as soon as the climax started with the hippies get into rick's house and when brad pitt starts laughing weirdly my brother became cautious that something's going to happen and i being a fan of tarantino school of filmography i know our mind is going to blow now 
and the epic sequence started and when leonardo brings the flame thrower and fires it in the pool he stood up from his chair and shouted and when the sequence ended he told the only one word what the fuck was that i told him welcome to the world of tarantino now the movie which stands at fifth place is django unchained which was released in the year 2012 and it belongs to the western genre and its imdb rating is 8.4 quentin tarantino's take a spaghetti or western yielded snitling results with django unchained takes a look at some of the most horrifying times a look at some of the horrifying times of american history gives us a brutal look of the slave trade going on in uh, 1850s the movie is almost 3 hours long but never notice as the movie keeps us hooked with jamie fox christopher waltz leonardo dicaprio and samuel jackson keeping us entertained for the entire duration and quentin tarantino himself did a cameo in this movie my experience when i watched this movie i started to like it from the first sequence itself where dr king shells which was played by christopher waltz started bargaining to buy jango and one of my favorite sequences when leonardo dicaprio gets to know that the truth of jango and dr king shells and the way he acts in that scene was totally mind blowing he actually injured his hand when he banged the table and broke a glass i feel that is one of the best love story written by quentin tarantino tarantino is for sure a master at his craft jango unchain is certainly no exception It's got two utterly genius and entertaining performances from both Christopher and Leonardo DiCaprio whose characters are pretty much polar opposites but damn they are both so fucking entertaining on screen. The movie doesn't take sides and take and make a typical white versus black scenario that paints black as the oppressed and white as the oppressors. It shows that they are both on both sides with King Charles being a white man who sympathizes with the black slaves and Stephen also played greatly by Samuel L Jackson a black man who fights against his own people and for continued wide Django Unchained's basic storyline is honestly fairly simple it's a revenge story Django gets revenge on the people who oppressed and enslaved him and then Django gets revenge against the people who enslaved his wife along with the help of Dr King Schultz who wants to help jango and also make a bit of cash along the way in the form of uh, bounties that's it that's end the plot and it had the potential to be so so bland and uninteresting because the basic concept is just that but tarantino does it with such flair and fitness that it's almost a fucking masterpiece it's over the top and hilarious while also making some pretty important commentary on slavery and racism it's fun as fuck too which is precisely why i love tarantino his movies never feel watered down by pretentious ideologies or incomprehensible metaphors they are just made for pure fun and entertainment yet they are not lazily made they are expertly edited and performed along with some really engaging dialogue too they're always really well made films that don't limit themselves by being boring It's the perfect mix of blockbuster and great filmmaking that keeps it most from being what Scorsese refers to as theme parks. 
Django fits quite neatly into the kind of movie that Tarantino has become so good at making. It's fun little yarn that feel that never feels boring and much like Tarantino's other films. It's fucking awesome. I loved it. There few things I could talk about few things that I liked and not liked in this movie. The ball and the things I liked are obviously the performance by Christopher Waltz and Leonardo DiCaprio. Editing is impeccable. It's fun as fuck. A lot of hilarious moments. Some commentary on social injustice, slavery and racism. There's people of both races on both sides. Calvin Candy is such a good fucking villain. He's despicable, but DiCaprio makes him so damn entertaining too. The finale is entertaining as all hell and makes for a super satisfying conclusion. The violence is so over the top, but Tarantino makes it work really well by making the whole film like that on purpose. Now the things that I dislike about this movie is it totally depends on my point of view. It shouldn't be same as yours and mine. and you might not accept it also so the first thing i disliked is tarantino can't act for shit i couldn't tell what his character was saying he should seriously stay behind the camera okay django despite being the main character is kind of bland and is heavily overshadowed by the charmistic shirts the whole part where they were uh, bounty hunting in winter was a little rushed i feel I could have totally gone with an extra 20 minutes. A 3 hour movie would have worked fine here with a movie as fast paced as this. And the film which stands in the fourth place is Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2. Who doesn't know about this movie? I feel it's one of the best adaptations of a book ever made. The first volume was released in 2003 and the second volume was released in 2004. This movie belongs to as we all know crime action genre and it has an average imdb rating of 8.0 i think uh there's no need to talk more about this movie most of the people have watched it however kill bill volume 1 and 2 provide for some of the most iconic imagery and movements in tarantino's filmography starring uma thurman in her career defining role as the bride it tells the story of a bride rejected at the altar slowly enacting revenge on everyone who did her dirty leading up to the eponymous bill himself the storyline seems weird but the movie is quentin tarantino at his audacious best the fight scenes with the bride wielding her katana are most of the best choreographed scenes in tarantino's career and this was a movie which again kick started the revenge crime dramas my experience was against only one thing I was a two volumes back to back. The third best film is Reservoir Dogs. It was released in the year 1992 and this movie belongs to crime genre and has an IMDb rating of 8.3. This movie was Quentin Tarantino's debut movie and it introduced Quentin Tarantino to the world with his signature non-linear narrative, prolonged dialogues and lots of many of which were together with a stellar cast many of which would frequently collaborate in future projects this movie gets off to a running start and doesn't stop whenever people think of reservoir dogs the image above, above is what comes to mind tarantino's production company a band apart even uses this image as its logo reservoir dogs will 
forever remain one of the greatest directorial debuts in cinema few people think that reservoir dogs is one of the weakest movies of tarantino this movie isn't his weakest but we can definitely tell it's one of his first everything that may be uh, up with this movie is completely solved in pulp fiction which is one of the best movies ever made what tarantino delivers here is a pretty good mystery film about a robbery gone wrong the movie where the film falls flat is through its length it's honestly too short it's tarantino's shortest movie and honestly his style of writing and directing needs a longer m- movie to fully appreciate it his intertwined back to front style makes uh, its first appearance here and honestly it works if it was told chronically the movie would uh, be about an undercover cop trying not to get caught while uh, among criminals but due to tarantino style turns it into gripping mystery crime drama which at some moments are even better than pulp fictions specifically the ear cutting scene it's such a bloodthirsty but also entertaining scene and the music perfectly somehow goes with what's going on that's part of the reason why that scene is so memorable the characters in this movie can sometimes be more likable than those from pulp fiction of course jules and vincent are extremely memorable but mr blond mr white mr orange and especially mr pink really stand out in this movie to me and they are just as memorable as some of the characters from pulp fiction this movie isn't perfect but it is tarantino's first which means everything that didn't work here he improves upon in the future he improves on the back the front style in later movies but honestly it still works here it's one of the most perfect debut movies for a director in my opinion and it's entertaining for 95% of the movie which is my opinion is absolutely win the story and characters are interesting and likable and script acting and music are nigh perfect the camera work doesn't anything too special but there were a few shots that i noticed were kind of clever and i liked it the comedy is perfectly timed and it works this whole movie is what i call a classic definitely recommend you to watch it the movie which stands at second place is inglorious bastards which was released in the year 2009 and belongs to war action genre and it has an imdb rating of 8.3 inglorious bastards will always have a special place in my heart it was the first tarantino movie i ever watched when i first watched this movie it confused me when tarantino decided to change the course of history with this movie but today i wouldn't have it in any other way Tarantino managed to take two of the most tragic horrifying moments in human history World War 2 and the Holocaust and molded in his own fun bloody vision All the props go to Christoph Waltz who stole the show with his performance of the Jew hunter Hans Lauda Don't get me wrong that's his name in the movie Hans Lauda Inglorious Bastards remain one of the most entertaining movies I have ever watched. Oh well, this movie was great. My favorite part about it was Christopher Waltz's performance. Every time he was on screen, there was an underlying feeling of dread and fear that wasn't just due to the context of the scenes. The opening, for example, is around 10 minutes long, 
possibly more and it's just Christoph Waltz's character sitting in having a chat with a man on a dairy farm about him hiding juice in his home Tarantino is a master at dialogue and i think this is one of the best examples that prove that statement the whole scene i was tense because i could see exactly what was coming a loud violent tarantino extravaganza that's what he does best and it's one of the best aspects of his movies a slow tense build up with a dialogue and character interactions that ends up with an over the top display of satisfactory violence sometimes this builds up last for the entire movie as we saw in the hateful eight and um, or is a boy dogs but sometimes it lasts for shorter segments and there's a multiple times it happens as seen in this movie the last act of the movie is probably one of my favorite tarantino scenes it's the result of the movie's excellent build up and character building and it's so fucking wacky and out there that's it's beautiful hitler getting continuously shot in the face yes please every single important nazi being burned to death with millennial lore and loss in the background fuck yeah brad pitt carving swastika into christoph waltz forehead fucking awesome sometimes tarantino decides to alter history with his fictional stories that sometimes kills of major historical figures in wacky ways and i think this is where he does the best it's not a completely serious movie but it's tense and completely wild ride and every scene is paid off in the end with a complete craziness that releases tension getting you ready for the next scene where tarantino does it again this is one of my favorite movies from him although most of his movies are on a legendary status and this whole movie is him taking you on a crazy alternate history set in nazi germany where hitler watches a stage play and gets shot in the face where jewish girls burn down buildings with hundreds of nazis in it where jewish soldiers carve swastikas in uh, nazi skulls and take the scars as trophies it's in some ways beautiful to watch one the most evil men in history get shot to pieces even if it's fictional and i don't feel that it's a disrespect because that's what those men deserve to have their legacy tarnished and to have people laugh at their misfortunes the movie's wild over the top tense extremely well acted hilarious violent and extremely satisfying to watch if you like tarantino this is one of the best and is a must watch just for anyone in general it's fantastic how many of you know that tamil superstar dhanush named his production house as wunderba production which means wonderful he i mean dhanush and uh, music director anirudh were watching this movie and they heard the word wundaba it was not a main dialogue in the movie and after listening the word wundaba they just casually started telling wundaba 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 amazing wundaba and they announced wundaba productions crazy right and the best movie ever tarantino made is pulp fiction i guess most of you have watched it it was released in 1994 and belongs to crime drama genre and it has an imdb rating of 8.9 okay way to begin okay 
from the conversation about a royal with cheese to the apartment shootout to the dance at the jack rabbit slims the mysterious glowing briefcase the wallet with bad motherfucker on it pulp fiction has its own version of cool that the world accepted with no hesitation whatsoever from non linear storylines to characters like vincent vega julius winfield mia wallace marcellus wallace and butch college 20 years on pulp fiction is still an integral part of pop culture there was no other option to take the top spot tarantino has confirmed that his next film will be his last film we can hope that the acclaimed filmmaker would leave the industry with a memorable swan song but for now pulp fiction will be his best and undoubtedly one of the greatest american movies ever made so this is my take on quentin tarantino's uh, best works your views might be differ from mine i will be eager to know your views on it you can uh, comment it on my instagram or you can directly dm me your uh, view on quentin tarantino's filmography and how you will rank each of his films i will be eager to have a discussion with you on this that's it for now let's meet in the next episode where i'm going to talk about martin scorsese's best films until then keep getting entertained and keep entertaining others